this grandpa's got to get his reading glasses, folks. So I'll be right back. <laughs> I got to see my, I got to see my three pages of notes I uh, wrote for Queensrÿche. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm back. I had to get my Sally Jesse Raphael reading glasses. So. Yeah. Look, we all have similar reading glasses. Look. Yeah. Old age sucks. Look, look, at, that. <laughs> <laughs> look at this. Hey, we're like Twinkies. We're a Twinkies three pack. Yeah. We're men of yeah. men of a certain age. <laughs> yeah. We all have similar style and our <laughs> spectacles. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's gonna be great fun. Great fun today. Yeah, yeah don't mind yeah. me. I'll get I'll get all this sorted out. He's got all of his, <laughs> his fake tattoos. Ready to go. Well, we're not worthy. No. We're not worthy, Vic. We're waiting on you. Yes. Let, let me get my uh my uh my fake sleeve on real quick. You got the, got the nice born to lose on there. Nice, very nice. Yeah, I draw it on with Sharpie every morning. Big, Our eyes are going the hair, but no glasses perched on our noses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like Vic's an evil librarian. Vic's yeah, the pretty, he's the pretty we're, one now. We're real metal, aren't we? <laughs> hey, real metal. Where's I'll my leave. list? <laughs> I got some notes. Where's my oatmeal? <laughs> Damn it, no sugar today. <laughs> Salt and sugar kicks your ass. It's time to get in the box. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it, man. I am Montag, master of illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, I'm Chop Top. The Slunkmeister. I'm Vic. And you are listening to... Heavy, Heavy Metal, Metal Horror. I gotta work on that, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's all good, man. <laughs> so... Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll spearhead this. Uh, we were, we're, it's, it's, it's bottoms up, I believe, is, is uh, what uh, it, you guys refer to it as. And being that I'm a kind of a newbie here, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that it is uh, least favorite, worst to best. That's how I interpret it. It sounds right. like the most logical one. It. Yep, that's um, it. And yeah, I'm going to leave this one because, in all honesty, my Queensryche knowledge is not great. Um while I am a fan of Queensryche, uh, they lost me after a certain point. And for me, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't hop on YouTube and, and, and go through, you know, the, all the albums. So what I did was I split my list into what is called The Rest, because naturally I wrote my favorite to worst. So we're starting with The Rest, which includes <laughs> <Okay>. everything, <laughs> everything uh, after Here in the Now, Frontier. For oh, me, wow. I, 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 uh, I, I bought Here in the Now, and I, I believe that I like to work off of what I have in my own collection. I'm weird like that, um, except for a few. There, I, I sought out the EP for a long time, and I could never find it used. But I know that I know that one, and I, I do love that one. Um, I just remember the last insult for me was uh, Operation Mindcrime Two. Um, I remember there was there. It, of course, there's hype behind that. Uh, you when you make a sequel record, that implies that the first one was awesome, which is to me, which is fact. Uh, but it 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 had some pretty big shoes to fill, and hearing it, I I don't recall liking it. Now, as I had said in a previous in the in the previous interview, uh, you know, my tastes change over the years. I, I'm pretty sure I said that. 
If not, my tastes have changed over the years. So revisiting these things is probably a, a smart thing for me to do now that I haven't heard things in so long. So my list, like I said, is very short because out of what I own, here in the Now Frontier is probably my least favorite. But back when I bought it, when I used to buy CDs, if I didn't immediately like them, or if they didn't grow, if they, I spent them a few times, I had a very short attention span for and a, a very short growth uh, area for music, which is unfortunate. It's kind of stupid, um, <laughs> but I I liked it enough to keep it, which which means something because younger me didn't hang on to stuff if there was you know one track on there that I thought you know made it decent or anything along those lines. So I did hang on to that one. So I marked it as my least favorite because me, there, there's nothing, nothing's popping out. I, I, I have the album, can't remember a single song on it. The next one for me is Rage for oh, Order. Oh, hold on. Oh, is that what how we're doing do, Yeah, what we're, we're going to do like okay. one album at a time. And one at a time. Okay, so <laughs> one no. Round, one round at a time. Like, one round I at ruined time. the whole thing because I <laughs> he took over the entire show. Yeah. Yeah. This <laughs> is my show now. <laughs> it is the down now. heavy metal horror show now. Okay. We <laughs> get you, big wig. We got you, big guy. <laughs> so, yeah, no, maybe someone else should start with their, their least favorite, and, and, and I'll just no, jump in. I think that's probably better. I didn't know that's how this was going to work. That's yeah, one probably- round, one album at a time. <laughs> Maybe you should explain that before we started to actually yeah, record. No, that's, that's on me. That's on Come me. On. That's, I thought I, I thought I Come did. Come on, Montag. <laughs> we are going to yeah, start so- with our with our 15th or 16th rank album. <laughs> Go around, tell uh, what that rank album is, discuss why we don't like it or like it. Okay. And then we will once we all did our 15th or 16th album, we will then move up to... 14th or 15th however you however you're doing it and then okay we so will i'm work gonna our jump in up. on uh i'll jump in on on six i mean i'll have okay. comments about okay. the other ones but sure. this hey. is really that's my that's my queen's right list hey okay. just ignore the rest of us here we're just part of it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Bill. Please, i am definitely excited to yeah. to jump in it with little comments and whatnot exactly and that's I, absolutely I how we it. do it so that's yep. yeah that sounds good to me because I'm so sure we're going to have, some, else we're gonna have some overlap like we did with Maiden. And we're yes. going to have a lot of differences because I think the middle ones are going to be fine shades. Right, know? right. Mm-hmm. But, but uh, yeah, anytime. So we'll, we'll, just, we'll just circle around. We know your Fair bottom enough. one is here in the now frontier. That's right. your bottom one. Um, but as we discuss them, feel free to, to jump in, you know. And absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, thanks, Vic. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Vic, you could you you'll say, "Okay, Slunkmeister, your turn." Okay, it's your turn, Slunkmeister, since I I I miserably failed in in my first bottoms up. Please, that's what makes it fun. This is a miserable (laughs) failure on me. That's right. (laughs) Nothing says success like miserable failure. (laughs) That's true. And I'm recording all of it, so it may all just get right in there. Glorious. You know. Yeah. Warts and all. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Here we go. Number sixteen. So, okay. By by way of uh, full disclosure, uh, like yourself, Vic, I I I stuck with Queensrÿche a lot longer than you did, but I I did drift off after uh, American Soldier. I hadn't listened to much uh, after that until recently. So we decided to do this show. I had to catch up on like four albums. And so I've been, you know, listening to those. Obviously the Tateless, Queensryche, his mm, one. Tateless. Uh, tateless. <laughs> it's taintless. It's tasteless. So, uh, no, okay. <laughs> so yeah, that said, uh, I'm going to go 16 for me is the Tate Full 
Queensryche. His one-off frequency unknown. To me, uh, boring, uninspired, you know. I just thought it was repetitive. Very, very repetitive. Um, yeah, that one didn't grab me at all. I got really, really bored with that. I struggled to get all the way through that album, to be honest. It just sounded pretty phoned in. Okay. All in all. Mm-hmm. So, I, I now yeah. know which one I... I, I didn't use. <laughs> you didn't do. Oh well, we got all. We got, no, no, not that one. I think oh. an EP. Oh, oh, the EP that we're just <laughs> yeah, talking like, about. And, oh. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I even like, texted you about that a couple days ago. Are we still using the EP? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're just not doing the covers now. But you fucking forget it. Okay, it's all right. Yeah, yeah, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, where does that go? And then I kind of got lost and everything else. I'm like, I'm looking at my list. Like, fuck, I don't have the EP. Like, wow. <laughs> Old guys try to work on the internet and talk about stuff. This is <laughs> this is a disaster. <laughs> Where's my medication? Hey, I smell cinnamon rolls. Cool yeah. the meatloaf. <laughs> Ed, why are we talking about that? I don't need that. <laughs> Who has time for boners? Yeah, really. No, that's that's for real. <laughs> so, uh, uh, chop chop. Let's let's pass it on to you. Bring it back. This, bring it back. Let's keep this rolling. I'll bring here. it back. We're bringing a full circle, guys. Uh, so uh, my number sixteen is dedicated to chaos. Um, and my notes uh, it was released in two thousand eleven. Uh, power pop at times, almost um, hmm. nothing recognizable or redeeming. There's horns in some of the songs. I'm like, what? Oh, and a juvenile song titles. Um, I have like. Like hot spot junkie and retail therapy and loving yeah. you spelled differently. What we do, W O T, big noise <laughs> with the Z in it. It's like, oh yeah. my god. Um, actually, actually, I had in there um, fucking dumpster fire. That's what I put. So that's <laughs> absolutely just god awful. So Fair. that's my number sixteen. Uh, I, I'm right there with you. Uh, <laughs> that's my bottom rung too. Um, I, I remember hearing Jeff Tate try to talk about this. Uh, saying that it was music for your background. Like everyone's listening to music on their Walkmans. They're not paying attention to it anymore. Not Walkmans. What are the fuck they listen to now? Oh, Walkmans. Uh, yeah. Your boom boxes. <laughs> Everybody young, young, young whippersnappers. Your blasters. <laughs> your cassette players. <laughs> uh, oh. You know, people are listening to it and it's like background music. It's It's the music of your life. And it's meant to be paid, not paid attention to. I'm thinking, is that really what you want to say? Yeah, wow, that's, that's not a sales record. pitch, man. That's uh, really, boy. Yeah, that's a given up thing. That's wearing a white yeah. flag right there. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I hated oh. those cutesy spellings as as well. I had those notes, the same mm. exact songs. Um, yeah. And I, I I hated the same songs, Hotspot Junkie, like Queensrÿche was always called like the thinking man's band or the thinking right. person's band. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, boy, they're just really not thinking here. Uh, yeah. You know, a couple of the tracks aren't horrible, but what it's missing, it's like the new sound. It's not Queens Reiki at all. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and totally and if, there were, if there were decent songs that didn't sound like Queens Reich, I could say, okay, but it's, it's, it's a, it's not a good album. It was certainly one that will be in the background of my life, but that's uh number, number, 16 for me as well so welcome to the show back to you uh well vic or do we go back to the slunk yeah no that's also that's those those ones are also my 16 
because I only have uh, six and the rest of them are 16. That's how I feel about Queens Rex discography. So yeah, back to Slugmeister. Well, yeah, we'll stay on that then because that was my 15 dedicated to chaos. Just ah. yeah. Um, it, it was like a sound wise. It was, they were, it was a step back into the here and the now frontier, but it was, it had like nothing redeeming about it though. I thought here in the now frontier, at least had a few tracks that were catchy, you know? And yeah. After I went back to that album. Okay. That's not as bad as I originally thought, but mm -hmm. yeah, dedicated to chaos. Just uh, really, really bad. Uh, there's a couple tracks around the world. I thought was kind of cool. That was a mm -hmm. good track, a little bit of ironic, you know, the message of, uh, was a, a bit ironic con considering what happens right after this with the band, you know, this yeah. message of, uh, love all you need is love and <laughs> all this stuff and then, <laughs> what you do yeah yeah so yeah that's 15 for me is i'm i'm, I'm with you there terrible terrible album chop top what do you get at 15 i have number 15 frequency unknown um, okay <laughs> i said it, it could have been interchangeable with my worst pick uh uh yeah. nothing redeeming really really reaching i thought it's a band that really reaching. You know, obviously he didn't have the original other original members in it, but he's really reaching to get back his old. Matter of fact, so much to get the old fan base back that they re-recorded four classic songs. With yeah. I think Rudy Sarzo was on on bass and um, Simon Wright on drums. Uh, I don't know who to get the guitar work offhand, but they, he was really reaching. I think you know, and plus they were in that legal battle about the name at that time. Yeah, because we'll get to a yep. later album that was released at the same time with the other original members. So. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that album, um, right. We'll talk more about that. Mine's a little higher uh, that one's a little higher for me, but I totally understand why you'd say that it's, there was an acrimonious split, which really pulled me in two different directions because, you know, we, I like the band and I, it's like from either point of side, either point of view, both sides were dicks, you know, and I really, I didn't want to, believe that anyone in that in that battle you know the band was dicks so it was hard to say which one do i like more do i want to hear jeff tate or do i want to hear these you know the queens so i i totally get that um i love the album cover though for frequency unknown which we'll talk once we get about but uh my my 15 pick is actually the the non-jeff tate queens from 2013 um it with the singing and so i thought since Tate was sending a big message to them, it was almost like here's Queensryche saying the same thing back to Jeff Tate, but here's the new trophy wife. You know, here's here's the tort. <laughs> yeah, we got we got a guy who sounds like you did 30 years ago. So right, suck old, he suck was old a, man. Yeah, he uh, was a really good replacement. They did very well recruiting yeah, him, or however that worked out. He sounds yeah. amazing. Nothing, yeah. nope, nothing against him at all. The, and the solos are classic. They're really solid. I just found that that album kind of boring. The first Queens, right? 2013. So just, just a little bit of just not really adventurous, just kind of there. And I really, yeah. really hate the production value. The drum sounds are just shit. Um, not as bad as other albums coming at the World Press, but just, just overproduced. And yeah. Just, they don't sound like drums, man. I, uh, <laughs> I remember hearing a single from it and wanting to like it because as far as I'm concerned, I, I think that Tate 
it sort of has lost his edge, which happens. That's a given. You know, a lot of guys can't sound like they did 30 years ago, 20 years ago. You know, they, it's, it, especially when you're a vocalist like him, it's very easy to lose the ability to hit those highs and, the, and to maintain that level of, of musicianship with your voice. It's, it's difficult. It's probably harder to maintain a voice than it is to maintain, you know, playing. And the, when, when, the two, when the two started doing their things, you know, simultaneously, there, there's a key component missing, and the same thing happened with Kicks. Remember Kicks? Yeah. yeah. When Kicks split up, they formed two bands. They formed Funny Money and like Chester's Garage or something like that. I don't know. The other one, <laughs> the other one yeah. didn't do anything. That didn't do as much as Funny Money. But Funny Money was essentially Kicks. But the guy who wrote all of the hits, every awesome Kicks song. If you're a Kicks fan, every Kicks song you like wasn't in either band. And that same thing happened with Queensryche. I'm pretty sure, what is it, Steve DeGarmo? Is that how you say his name? Chris yeah. I don't think, Chris, yeah. is it Chris? Yeah. Well, he, he left not, a long time ago. Dude, yeah. that's, for me, that's kind of what happened there was those two dudes played off each other so well. You, yeah. take, the, you take one element of that out of there, and, and it's just there, yeah. there's something missing. There's a void there. And those two, yeah. those two guitar players were perfect together. And when yes. one of them left... The sound changed. I don't know if that, you know, sometimes maybe that guy didn't have a hand in writing at all, but there was a magic there and it wasn't there after that dude left. So that's Agreed, and, yeah. and when they when they when they did the Queensryche thing where they kind of I don't know, they were Queensryche again and Jeff Tate wasn't that just it was missing that to me, that magic cuz Well, it's funny, but Yeah, no, go his ahead, last, please. Oh, sorry. Uh yeah, his no, last album with DeGarmo was was promised land so right after that okay. was here in the north frontier so okay. you obviously heard the difference without even realizing right the change in the band but yeah degarmo was chief was the chief songwriter for that band okay see i i uh, wasn't even aware of that see, I, th I thought here in the now frontier was actually slunkmeister the last one with degarmo that's what i had oh was it i'm sorry i could be wrong yeah. there it was the last one and then oh, you could even tell you wow. know we dropped off from promised land to that you could tell those things things were starting to go sour and he wanted to get out of that it just yeah that's interesting yeah, yeah. we'll get to that yeah you're right you're right <clears throat> i'm looking Very it was strange. within it's it's in arm's it's reach change. for me <laughs> let's see here oh is it, is it it's not my turn right if it's, you guys we're, talking about cool we're just yeah, discussing. Yeah, but, uh, yeah go ahead no i was my, that was i was just interjecting that because you know i can't pick up because i failed this one miserably uh, <laughs> well i'll so, jump in uh for number fourteen, Montag, yeah, because it's 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 also Queensrÿche, the twenty thirteen. So, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I'm I'm with you there. Uh, we're all overlapping. I could kind of hear what they were shooting for on that right. album, but it, it felt right. it just fell apart. Like they didn't quite get there. Right. Uh, at times it felt like classic Queensrÿche. At times it felt like newer Queensrÿche, mm -hmm. and you know, in the end, it didn't achieve. I don't know anything. Yeah. There were nice moments, but it wasn't yeah. very cohesive. It just, it was like a return to something, but like, yeah, I agree. It just, it just didn't, it just didn't gel enough, but it was still nice to hear those vocals and like, how could someone sing so powerfully and as oh, like amazing. amazing. I was the, yeah. And the vibrato yeah. style and everything. Um, and it's actually a little higher on my list guys, but we'll get to it. Yeah. And that was, that was, that was, I was torn. I didn't want to like these albums, you know, but it's like, oh, it's like like listening to Maiden, like listening to Maiden when when uh, Blaze 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 Bailey was singing for them. <laughs> like, yeah, what's what's his you know, face? It was hard. It was hard because Bruce's yeah. albums were so much better, you know. But right, you know, yeah. it, the the 
whether it's true or not, always I mean the, the vocalist is the front of the face of the band. Oh, I'll wait for you, Joe. Hold on. Sorry, going guys. To going to the bathroom, Joe? No, no, I'm not going to take you with me. Not yet. <laughs> That's for a special moment later. But <laughs> Operation Mindcrime 2. Uh, it shouldn't have even been released as a sequel. Uh, it's not interesting. Uh, there's not an interesting continuation of the original concept. The chase, even with Ronnie James Dio, can even save it. I couldn't even um, find that track. I'm not going to lie. I tried to find him on there, and I was like, where the hell is he? He's supposed to be on yeah, this record. Chase. It was a duet with uh, Tate. Okay. Um, reportedly, uh, reportedly, I just read about this earlier. Reportedly, Jeff recorded it with session players due to conflict with the band at that time, even. So, I heard yeah, that. I heard that. Yeah. not Michael Wilson, none of them. So. Well, it sounds like it was recorded on a bus. Uh, <laughs> At yeah. times. production quality. It's very like a, like a greyhound or like a like a like a school bus. I thought they. Were, I heard they recorded it on their tour bus, like on their back of their bus or something. Like oh, like, oh, legitimately, that's sense. not a joke. Yeah, no, no, good. that's what I read. I'm like, <laughs> seriously, that's what you're going to be putting out, huh? Did okay. you? How about that art? Let's talk about that art. <laughs> but mine's a little higher up Operation Minecraft 2, but but it's a terrible production. Mid-rangey, the bad mix, it's inconsistent. The Dio is under mix. It's a muddy arrangement. Um, there are a couple good songs, uh, but I'll wait till I it's my when it hits my pick to talk about them. But but I agree, man. It's 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 a it's like a when I first. Uh, it's a shit wipe. That's all. It's bad, bad <laughs> it's album, not man. gonna talk about it. <laughs> Need more paper. Okay. Yeah. Here's me quietly moving it up my list. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm leaving it where it's at. I have a different, a slightly different opinion, right. but uh, we'll get yep. to it. Yep, yep. I'm standing my ground. Yeah, I didn't uh, like it. Fine. It, it was, that's it was fine. a stinker. Also in my 16. Yeah. <laughs> Operation Minecraft. Uh, my number 14 is the verdict. Um, oh yeah. It overproduced drums sound fake. The symbols are non-existent. The the live the you know too many tracks sound really thin. Like it's like a bootleg. Um, there are a couple of decent tracks. I think Light Years, Dark Reverie, and Bent are not bad, but I I hate the overproduced sound. Um, I I uh, it, it it kind of it, they took a step backward from the middle album of the, of the three with Latort, but it just sounds so overproduced and fake. Um, and it just uh, I I can't. I can't get past what they do to the drums. Like, I don't know who the fuck is mixing that. I'm talking to you, sound engineer, whoever the fuck you are. Leave the goddamn drums sounding like drums. One way to trigger you, it's have a bad drum mix. Yep, that's true. You will hate any album that has a bad drum mix. Hey, man, drums are important. But I hear you. They, they you know, are. and uh, yeah. St. Anger's good, good representation of that. Oh man! Well, it was just ping, a, ping, a, ping, a, ping. a very interesting choice for having a snare drum sound like a big metal can. But yeah, um, <laughs> it was cutting yeah. edge. It was cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Very forward thinking. <sighs> yeah, just, he's always been a groundbreaker, you know. <laughs> well, you know his his drum sounds are Smart. really inconsistent. You know, look at you know with the drum sounds on Injustice for All, it's all muted and really crisp and thin. And then you got the big sloppy wet sounds from Master of Puppets. You know, there's just I don't know what what is up with with whoever mics his drums, but he, he just likes, likes to he likes it's to create. It's like Nico McBrain, like Nico McBrain, like he's got this huge drum set, but it's rarely mic'd so that it sounds good. It's all thuddy and low end. Like, come on, man, you got this gorgeous kit. Can't you make it sound good? I know you're working with the top line sonar or DW yeah, or whatever right. it was. Right. Come yeah. On. 
you got to have a decent sound engineer who knows what a no fucking excuse. drum set is supposed to sound like. Exactly. No excuse. Not at this level of the game. If I can take two microphones and mic my drum set and make it sound better than your 13-piece drum kit, then that's your that's on you, man. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Off, my, off of my high horse. Ah, the verdict! Ah! <laughs> the old man shaking his fist. <laughs> okay. No, no that's over today. with. Yeah. I'm gonna need some Do you need a diaper change? Right. <laughs> Shut okay. up! Okay. Alright, so what, what where are we? Thirteen. That was that was, that was fourteen. That was your yeah. fourteen? That was my fourteen. Now we're on thirteen. Okay. Do you want to add anything here, Vic? Nope. Just still in still in that sixteen for me. Okay. Still in, the, still in 16. 16. <laughs> okay. So yeah, thirteen for me here in the now frontier. Uh and I hated this album when it first came out. It was such a departure. Yeah, Promised Land yeah. was different, but it was still Queensryche. Here in the Now Frontier, it wasn't Queensryche to me anymore. That was that's when I, they started to slide for me. But I don't know. Going back and listening to it, I'm not quite as critical. But there's more there that grabs my attention and you know yeah. gets gets me nodding a little bit. So that's why it's not you know so bad on the list. But 13 is still pretty bad. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, all in all, not a great Queensryche album. Right, right. It would be a nice, like, that would have been a nice solo album for one of the members to go do a solo thing, for Jeff Tate to go do a solo album and do that. That would have been right. like a Bruce Dickinson solo album to me, but... Well, yeah, uh, Bruce okay. Dickinson solo <laughs> albums are... They're a cut they're, above. They're excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm not... Yeah, yeah I'm not going <laughs> to diminish Bruce's solo stuff, because it's great. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, I might have misspoke there. Thanks for correcting me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 13 for me. Chop Top. What do you got? Uh, my number 13 is uh, American Soldier. I have respect oh. for them, including the real audio on uh, many songs with veterans. Um, and it's a concept album. I thought it had pretty solid production, considering. Um, except for maybe the snare drum on, on many songs, on, on some of them. Um, but I just... It's like so much in the in the latter tape period. I don't reach. I, as a matter of fact, I sold those. Albums. I was just that was the last one I really gave a shot. I wanted to like it. I really, really did, and I just I couldn't get it. I couldn't. Mm, wow. Nothing I can remember from it. None I'd reach for. Nothing I'd just go jam in the car to or yeah you know, work or something. I just could not do it. And it, trust me, it bothered me because uh, me and Montag saw that show, and it was a great show. It really was a good show. We were right at the soundboard, House of Blues, Cleveland. Very memorable. Um, that's when they did their uh, trilogy suite, I think, Rage for Order and Songs from Empire and even that. And it was really great show. But, yeah, man, that album just – I just couldn't. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my 13 is Here in the Now Frontier. Um, I, I agree with everything that's been said about it. There are some songs that are good. I like Sign of the Times. Uh I like the voice inside and, and some people fly, especially. I think those are really nice songs. Um, Hero is, is up there, but it, overall, it's a thin album. It doesn't really sound. It's like, yeah, they were sliding. Something something happened uh, creatively sure. that, that uh, you know, I, I'm not going to completely diss it, it's, but there are some songs. It just, it just, uh, I saw them on that tour as well. And um, but just, just something. I saw them with you, Montag. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Blossom, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so I agree. 13th for me is uh, here in the Frontier. Uh, Vic, anything you want to say? 
about that? No, because and I mean because you know because it's that particular record that, that clocks in at number six. I mean because I just didn't explore ladder records. Then that's the only thing I want to interject there. I mean because you know we we can keep this thing moving instead of me talking about how you know I didn't further myself after that just because it just seemed like it wasn't going to get better. And that's unfair for me. That's judgy of me, but there's a reason for that. And we'll get to that later on. So back to Slutmeister. Yeah, it was a big change. I think, uh, you know, it's kind of like a black album or something. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. this yeah. is not the same band that, that I've, you know, a lot of bands. When, what was the release date on that? Early nineties. Yes. Black album. Like 90. Here's the now frontier. No, uh, here's the now. Yeah. Oh, here now, ninety-seven. Yeah. So that's actually pretty late. You would have thought they would have made like the everybody kind of was doing that in the earlier nineties. Yeah, you're you know, right. That that you would have thought that transition would have been more prominent. You know, ninety-four, ninety-three, ninety-five. Not necessarily ninety-seven because a lot of the bands from the eighties in ninety-seven particularly released a bunch of good music. So that's kind of, that's kind of a weird thing that they kind of went that you know that route. In the middle, in the mid late nineties, you know, like kind of yeah. the change was more prominent there than it was earlier. My twelve, okay, for me, uh, twelve is the verdict. Um, this album, this is one of those weird albums where it's not bad, but it's not good. It's just kind of falls somewhere in between. Um, the, the songs all kind of blend together. The thing I do like about it is it's trying to be more classic Queensrÿche sounding. Mm-hmm. So there's some cool stuff going on there. There's some pretty good guitar work in there and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a pretty strong album all in all, but, uh, eh, you know, not something I'm, I'm going to go back to a whole lot and, and give it a re-listen very often. But again, Latour is, uh, is an amazing Jeff Tate. I mean, yeah. it reminds me of uh, Ripper Owens, you know, taking mm-hmm. over for mm-hmm. Alfred. It's just like, God, it's, it's a alone, you know, it's amazing. Yeah. Right, and I in agree. certain ways, better, you know, than the current Tate. Right, know? right, 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 right. Not quite back to original Tate, but <laughs> right. But... Yeah, and I, it's just normal as people age; their voices are going to change. Sure. And, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Against Jeff Tate, it's nothing against him. It's just age. That's all. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, you just you just can't hit those notes like you used to. Well, I think it's well, it's it's singing style. It, it's it's like so that's a, that's a hard one to maintain. If you look at all the guys who who did that, like I mean, Don Dawkins sounds terrible now, and he had a great voice back in the eighties. You know, like he sounds awful now. A lot of those guys, Bon Jovi. You ever heard Bon Jovi now? Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's bad news. But you know, but you know whose voice is exactly the same and perfect? Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper wrote stuff that his voice just worked with, and he can't. Yeah. He just he he delivered. He sounds great every time, you know. And Bruce Dick, Dickinson, Vince Neil ain't sounding like Vince Neil anymore. I mean, oh. yeah, Bruce Dickinson's maintained his voice. You <laughs> it's know? So Vince I mean, Neil, like, not Vince Neil. Vince <laughs> Neil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, oh man, I get it, man. Yeah. All right, that was uh, number twelve for Slunkmeister. How about yeah. you, chopped up? Uh, number twelve for me was here in the Now Frontier. Um, okay. This was the last album with their Garmo. They were trying too hard, I think, to fit in with the 90s trends. A lot of those songs were kind of almost trendy with, with the songwriting oh, style, I think, in, in guitar, you know, styles. Um, Sign of the Times was, you know, I, I like Hit the Black, Spool. That was good. Uh, again, <clears> we <throat> talked about, you know, I saw him on uh, this tour with Montag. And I remember uh, Jeff even said on stage he had a cold. Uh, so it was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. He couldn't get even gear to stuff. But... 
I gave respect because he still tried to give it his best. But yeah, yeah, they just tried too hard. They were reaching here at this point. Obviously, there was something we we talked about it before going on there with DeGarmo and, and the band. He was absolutely more than ready to leave by the sounds of it, mm-hmm. and uh, just wasn't up to. The up chemistry to, was gone snuff. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It really feels like the chemistry is gone on this album. Mm-hmm. You really gotta wonder how many in. times they bands have a contractual obligation to put an album out, and they don't feel like creating. They don't have mm-hmm. anything good, but they're like, right. shit, yeah. we gotta write something. The record company's breathing down our backs. Let's just put something out. You know, or like I mean, Kiss can put it, out like 20, 25 different you know compilation albums. You know, so just right? To fulfill and that's if they're not getting along, right? Then they're also like, you know, they're looking back in their catalog because you know they record more songs and write more songs than they get on a record. You know, right. so you have all this material. It's like, eh, let's throw something together, you know. And that but, works sometimes. It works for Metallica, like revisiting, you know, Angelic. Hardwired to self-destruct or forced, what the hell is it called? Hardwired. A lot of those riffs were, were I, I swear, like not used and justice riffs. So that's a very real thing, like revisiting. <laughs> but did they did they do that, you know, like on that particular release? Did Queensryche do that? Because, you know, like, what was it heralding back to? If, if they had unused material... It's either just we don't have room for it, or it's not on the record for a reason. You right. Know? So yeah. when you're you're loading up an album of unused material, that's the shittier variety. It's you know. Right. And there again, like if you're contractually obligated, who who cares? You know. But you can also yeah. put out like live and best ofs. You know. Yeah. That's also well, that's last... not quite as bad. <laughs> well, their last live album was pretty shitty too. That was a bad recording. That was oh, like yeah. Art of Live or whatever it was. That was a that's a bad album. Yeah, that was awful. But uh, yeah, I get. Let me let uh, me retract that. Say live albums from when they were sounded good. There we go. Yeah, because they had that couple of really good live albums, the Tokyo, right? And, yeah, and then the uh, the big the huge one, the big suite. It's like two hours and fifteen minutes. It's a fantastic live album. So, uh, well, since I'm gabbing, I'll, I'll my number twelve was Operation Mindcrime two, um, and the only reason why it's not lower is because I listened to it again because it used to be my bottom rung until Dedicated to Chaos came out. Um, it was just because the t- production value was just so shitty, but there are a couple of songs that are, are really pretty good. I like hands, uh, sign say go. Um, and then the two that really bring it for me is if I could change it all and, uh, an international confrontation because we have sweet sister Mary back at singer. Mm-hmm. And they're, those two songs capture the essence of operation mind crime enough for me to says, okay, if I could just have like these four or five songs, I, I can listen to these four or five songs because th- that's Fair enough. enough yeah. You know, but but as a whole, the story's not that good. It's it's a lot of you know a couple of little really short tracks, like minute long here and there. It just it's not a it's not a really really great album as a whole. You know, the production value is just horrible, just just awful. So there's my number twelve, Operation Mind Crime Two. Uh, Vic, got anything more to say about uh, that one? I hated that album art. It was there was I just remember there was tongues, right? There's tongues on it. Is that right? Yeah, so oh, like from the a side yeah, viewer. Just, like, yeah, oh, yeah. nothing uh, about it. There was just, it was just right, give it away, you know. give it away, give it yeah, away. Yeah, like, hey, yeah, what's, <laughs> what, I never what's, know. I've never looked yeah, at it that that's, close. No, that's very that's, uh, oh, that's spot on. That's it, great no, yeah. I don't know. I just I remember Oh yeah. You just again say to reiterate, you know, Dio's Dio's on a track, oh, and I couldn't, I either couldn't get through the record to find that track, or I just couldn't find yeah, it. And I was like, it's, it's late, fuck this record, you know, it's I, a I bad, you, 
it's you can't it's hard to hear him because he's mixed so low in the mix the guitar yeah. sounds really bad and then you got him dio is doing two vocal tracks and then okay. jeff tate comes in and does a third and it's i was expecting like orgasm like i'm gonna oh, i got my kleenex ready i'm ready to go and it was just i'm, I'm struggling to hear them they yeah they don't complement one another they clash and i was like oh fuck, what a disappointment just horrible disappointment yeah well, you're all wrong, but we'll get there. So let's see. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, Slunkmeister and likes this album. He had a. We 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 argued we'll at first about. Uh, ah, you always hate the hate the mix. Ah, you know. <laughs> I do have a much higher tolerance for bad mixes than you, you do, do. So yeah, that does open things up a little bit more. Yeah, for me. you just got your taste is not refined as mine. That's why. Is Your that palette. what it is? Uh, my palette, palette is. There's <laughs> like two colors. I am a Bob Ross of musical palette. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, number 11. Uh, 11 for me. Uh, the 1999 Q2K. Uh, this album, yeah, this was a continuation of the Here in the Now Frontier, the new Queensryche sound. Um, but I'll have to give this one credit. They did it way better this time. Uh, you know, there were some really good tracks on this album. Sacred Ground, When the Rain Comes, Beside mm -hmm. You. Uh, the last one, Right Side of My Mind. One of yeah. those sort of atmospheric, mm -hmm. fantastic, fantastic songs. So, yeah. you know, some misses in there too. But all in all, a way better effort than than uh, here in the Now Frontier. Um, yeah, they, they they hit some good tracks on this one. Uh, and this was definitely without DeGarmo, right? So, right. so they managed to... Yeah, right. Kelly Gray was playing guitar. He, he actually produced the album, too, I think. The producer and uh, as far as I know, Tate mostly took over the songwriting after DeGarmo left, didn't he? I mean, it was pretty so. much him and DeGarmo. I think it's still, like, it was still, still Chilton and... and um, Wilton and Eddie Jackson. Wilton, Jackson, yeah. And then, Jackson, and then right, actually, right. Actually, Scott Rockenfeld wrote some stuff, too, but I'm not mm -hmm. sure how much Tate, Tate wrote. On that one, so. so yeah, all in all, I liked uh, liked it a lot. Okay. Nothing else to add. How about you? Let's go to Chop Top. You're eleven. I agree with Slunkmeister Q2K. Okay. Eleven. Um, I felt though that it was definitely a step up here in the now. It's a well produced album. I thought. Um, still not what we've come to expect. You can tell already that you know they're missing DeGarmo, yeah, which is still the age old. You know, they they went on for decades. Like bring Chris. It's over, mm -hmm. you know, it's done. Right. Um, I thought Liquid Sky, Burning <laughs> Man, uh, like Slunkmeister yep. said, right side of my mind. Very similar similar to Is There Anybody Listening, structure-wise, I thought. Mm -hmm. But just a powerful, epic song. And uh, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a little right. bit of redemption, I think, <laughs> for the new Queen's yeah. Rake on that mm -hmm. album. Yeah. yeah, and that album, actually, it's placed higher on my list, but that one started off lower. Uh, than it than it did, and it kind of built up, you know, for me over over the more listening to I I, I gave it, it actually got higher and higher. But uh, my number eleven is Promised Land, um, which used to be higher for me than it, than I than it Surprise. charted now. And I I mean I like I am I damaged out of mind bridge. Uh, Promised Land I think is the the masterpiece of that record. It is so dark. The whole album is really kind of dark and yeah and full of a lot of pain. Um, and especially in that song, there is a, an atmosphere to that song that is just kind of haunting and 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 um, morose, you know. And uh, I, that I like it. So, but it's 
compared to the songs that didn't quite make it, I, I, it came down to how many good songs or how many songs do I like on a given album and how this trying to rate each song to one another. And Promised Land has dropped a little bit over the years in the list, but I can still listen to Bridge is such a good song. Uh, it's one of those weepy, it's like the modern day cats in the cradle. Um, Agreed, yeah. You know, and then, yeah, and then Promised <laughs> yes. Land, someone else, I think, is again, it's a haunting uh, this mm -hmm. ballad. So, you know, it it it, uh, it was higher on my list, it's fallen, but 11, Promised Land for me. Vic? 16. <laughs> Number 16. No, land. The, no, to be honest, uh, I. It's, I should go back and, and check out. I remember uh, Q2K. That's that's what it was called, right? That's yep. title. Mm -hmm. And and I, I should yeah. recheck that out. Um, I you know I see a lot of the I used to see a lot of these used, and I I just passed them up because you know I, I had that hard line in the sand that you know here in the now is is clearly something for me that was slipping. And there again, like to reiterate, you know, not exploring. I didn't get too I didn't get too daring with my Queen's Reich. I knew what I liked, and that's where I stopped. You know, so. This is interesting to me to just sit back and then kind of take this in because it it makes me want to go back and be like, well, I'm going to check that one out now, you know. So this is this is fun for me, but I have nothing else. Again, my my list is short, <laughs> so we're just going to bring it right back around. Top ten. Well, that's okay because once once it's posted, then you can listen to our beautiful voices over and over again. Right. And, and no, I you, know. Yeah, we get more educated about your number sixteen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, right. it's ten now. Yeah. Yeah. Top ten. Uh, time. Yeah, top ten. Look, my. Oh, I'm almost able to uh, contribute here. I'm feeling okay. good. Okay. 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 All right, Vic. Okay. Uh, yeah. Number ten for me. 2003. Tribe. Um, another one of those sort of new Queensrÿche sound, but uh, I don't know. This album. I really love it. This album had a spirituality to it. A lot of songs exploring different spirituality and stuff. And it really just, I don't know if it was at the time I was listening to it, there was something going on, but uh, this album really spoke to me on a spiritual level that, uh, that to this day, every time I listen to it, it you know, I, I get those same feelings. So I, I, it may be not the most, you know, the best musically that Queensryche has ever done, but I, I think it was a depth to this. Uh, with the songwriting and stuff that was fantastic. So yeah, mm -hmm. that's definitely in my top 10. I, I believe Jeff Tate actually was, he went on a little like a uh, hiatus for a while and he actually went in the desert, almost like a spiritual journey mm -hmm. uh, before they even wrote this. So if I recall, but yeah, there's definitely those themes that run throughout that. I agree. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I like the album. There's a far more good than not. Um, so many of those uh, good songs, uh, the Great Divide, Rhythm of Hope, Tribe of yeah. the is good. Um, Tribe, the know, Art of Life, yeah, yeah. yeah. Falling Great Behind, Desert Dance. It, it, it is, it is a new, the new sound of Queensrÿche, but it's complex. It's layered. It's and there's a lot going on to it. And yeah, uh, it doesn't near feel nearly as like phoned in as like here in the Now Frontier, just right. like yeah. happy right. songs to you know, yeah. Not, you know, this is much deeper substance yeah. to album that that yep. is really refreshing it's nice that's yeah. definitely what sets it apart mm -hmm. i agree so yeah you're 10 chop top um tribe uh okay. the band self-produced it in my opinion uh probably the best singing by tate uh post promise material really strong i thought his vocals were on that album mm -hmm. uh some of my favorites open desert dance the art of life mm -hmm. um 
just yeah, yeah, it's it definitely a step up. And production wise, I thought it was solid. And Jeff is singing his ass off. I thought on so. Yeah, yeah, great uh, return to form on this album. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Um, it was it was actually my number nine pick. So uh, I get it right right in there for all the same reasons. But uh, mm-hmm. my number ten only because I just didn't know where to put it because I totally forgot. And it's only maybe because it is the EP, but I, I have the 10 at the EP only because it's only four songs. And uh, that's unfair. I I, well, I mean, the songs are good. Um, you know, it, it's a, it's the, you get the sound of this band. Uh, and I'm like, ah, my look over <laughs> my list. I'm like, wait, I, I don't, I can't put it up here. No, I, you know, maybe because it is, it does feel incomplete because it is an introduction. So I like the songs that are there. I mean, you get to hear that. You get to hear Tate's voice. Lady wore black. I mean, it's a, it's it's a good, great couple songs, but it's only because it feels incomplete because it's not a full album. That's the only reason why I dropped it at ten, and then because I forgot to put it in my list at all, so I had to put it somewhere. So there's <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Nice. Well, I'll jump in because that's my nine. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, Queen of the Reich, Lady War Black. Those are worth the price of admission, right there. Those are album. That's the album. That, mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Uh, yeah. What a what a intro to Queen's Reich. I mean, right off the bat, that high note, right off the bat, mm-hmm. right. Queen, mm-hmm. Queen of the Reich sets the tone. Like, oh, who is this guy? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Ripping the drums. Yeah. Right. The yeah. This yeah. guy is special. Yeah. So. And it was such a unique sound. Me. I mean, that's what was great about mm-hmm. Queensryche. I never, Correct. Their, their sound was so unique. Yep. And, and, um, and it's like, to this day, I still don't know another band that really kind of sounds like them. So, you know, kudos. They're, they're definitely not the cookie cutter. Very true. Yeah. Right. That's not that's not easy to do. No, no. Not right. You know, not in the modern era. Come up with something unique. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to them, man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll uh, move us to... Uh, Chop, Chop Top, Top. you're nine. You're number, number nine. nine. Queensryche self-titled album. I know it's a little higher than you guys, uh, but my reasons for it, it's the first with Latore. Uh, it's, um, it's short, but I think it, you know, it was definitely uh, fine for introducing Todd as a new singer, new voice. Uh, return to form in some ways. Um, highlights were where Dreams Go to Die, Spore, and a slight reduction and fallout. Um, and actually, this was, I talked about earlier, I thought released the same year as in response to Jeff Tate's um, Frequency Unknown. Mm-hmm. So it was like, they're going through that battle, like, oh, you're going to put that yeah. out. Well, we're going to put this out. Yeah. Yep. You know, so. Yep. Uh, but I, I really They certainly it. did it better, <laughs> in yeah, my opinion. Yeah. I definitely, right, yeah. Um, I, 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 I definitely enjoy it. Like I said, Latore is, wow. Yeah, the voice is back. Like, where it was lacking so many of the yeah. latter t- tape material, it just. When they found this guy, this is like diamond in the rough. Yeah, I'd mentioned before that I kind of fell off. I hadn't listened to the newer Queensryche stuff. And uh, when I popped this album on, I I thought I was listening to Jeff Tate. I was several tracks in. A couple times, I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that note in a while. And then it just, I started (laughs) looking this up. I'm like, wait a minute. You know, I'm getting my list down. I'm like, you know, it took me a minute to wrap my head around that this wasn't Jeff Tate. I mean, just yeah, we're not listening to Don Dockin, right? Things. Yeah, right. Yeah, just <laughs> incredible. So yeah, this this album is was fourteen for me, but this is one of those that might move up the more I listen to it. Yeah, you know, oftentimes an album you're trying to cram 
and you're listening to it and everything blends together and it takes a few listens for mm-hmm. the songs to sort of separate themselves. Yeah. Right. And, so, and yeah. the solos are fantastic. There's a lot of great guitar work and it's, mm-hmm. it's classic Queensryche guitar. Work. Right. The yes. melodies, because yeah. they have a certain sound to their, to their distortion. And they also have a certain, I would say solo range. They have certain sounds and patterns that that are definitely queens right they kind of brought those back in it felt like that yeah with the hard. harmonies with wilton and uh parker langer you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah you have that class i agree with you Mark. there's mm-hmm. that that classic sound there that's uh, yeah. that dual harmony stuff that and, wilton and degarmo had so, so many years that magic yeah oh, didn't you catch his pick chop top at the queen's right <laughs> show it says i'm banging i'm dragging jeff tate's daughter <laughs> <laughs> or was that you chopped or uh slunkmeister no i didn't i didn't it wasn't no. me was that you <laughs> i remember i remember uh or maybe it was someone around us we went to see them at the show yeah i remember seeing somebody around. wow and it's on I'm the back jeff like tate's i'm daughter. i think it's like i'm banging jeff tate's daughter or something like that i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. man that jesus christ man Dude. getting ugly <laughs> Like, Everybody's oh, getting aroused. Look out! This, wow, this was his first, uh, you know, his first tour with the band. I'm like, oh, hey, because I think they were married, right? Or they were maybe I don't know I what did, they were. Yeah, but anyway. well, they, they were they were engaged, and then they broke that off. Oh, okay. So, oh. somebody else is banging Jeff Tate's daughter. Yeah, yeah. they got they, they got the picks now. <laughs> yeah, uh, and we all know my number nine was Tribe. Uh, so we we've already we've already talked about that. So I'll I'll pass it on to Vic. You got anything more? Uh, any other I'm thing you want to talk about in your sweet 16? No, I'm still just hanging in that weird short list area. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up here. I'm coming up here soon. Only a All couple right. more rounds. and Number I can eight. Finally... Number eight. Yeah. Number eight. Uh, Condition Human. Uh, by far the best Tateless Queen's Reich. Uh, this one really captured classic Reich. Mm-hmm. You know, the power, some of the soaring vocals. Awesome album. I mean, this one really... Kind of floored me. I wasn't expecting this at all uh, when I listened to this. And this is definitely one I'll go back to uh, a lot. So I haven't given it a ton of uh, listens, but yeah, this one grabbed me right off the bat. Awesome album. One of, some of the best Queens Rick I've heard in many years, honestly. All right. So, yeah, that's now, eight for me. Chop oh, top. Yeah, number eight, uh, The Verdict. Um, I thought it was pretty impressive because not only is Latore brilliant singer but he's a very accomplished drummer as well he did all the drum tracks and uh granted go to montag and the mixing of them fuck you know <laughs> fucking sucks. but uh yeah he's very accomplished drummer um it's the third album with with todd the most recent uh i love the songs blood of little vaunt and the machine dark reveries great bent laundered a conscience love it um it just reminds me of, of Rage at times, Rage for Order at times, just a little bit. I'm not saying yeah. you know nothing's going to touch that, but there's just shades of it for me throughout yeah. the album. It's a, it's a, it's like something gotten reinvigorated in them. Mm-hmm. They remembered who they were, and they tried to bring that sound into a more modern era, in a way. Yeah, you know. And the interviews I'd read with them said that they were all really feeling really creative again, and and stuff like that. So maybe there was something to that tension when it's relieved, and the band can start gelling as a band and start going back right. to who they were so you know I, I fully acknowledge that part of my reason why i may not like those albums this much is because it's not jeff tate so i have to un, unscrew my own bias so i i totally get it. i'm willing to get isn't it though yeah he's so close that i could throw this on a playlist and not really worry about it whether I, it's I, tate I or story i don't care right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. close 
It is. It is. You know? it is close. I know. I think it's just partly the knowing, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it's, it's like every band in the world is, is comprised of old members and new members. You know, I mean, there's only mm-hmm. two original right. members in Queensryche left, two original members in Slayer left, two original members in Iron Maiden, you know, so it's, but you cannot think of Iron Maiden without the current lineup. I mean, you just, it's just right. like, you couldn't replace them in a way. Like, oh, I, nope, it's Nico. He's the drummer, you know? Right. Um, it's it just, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. People are bitching about, oh, it's a little Queens right cover band. I'm like, no, 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 this just happens. This happens in bands and you continue on because it's, it's just when it's the singer, it's a, yeah. it's a huge, it's the biggest deal. It is. Know? Cause right. the, it, it changes the, everything. It is. It's the sound of the band. Mm-hmm. It's the sound of the words you hear. And, and when it yeah. doesn't fit, like we know with Maiden, it all falls apart. So I, I right. So, uh, for my number eight, um, I, I had American Soldier. Um, the only it, it's not, it's not a great album, but there are enough songs in there that I like. But I cannot listen to it. I listen to it's like it's a somber album. It's a sober album because of the subject matter. And it's heart wrenching. It is. It is. And so I, I have to give it respect. But it's like it's like Memorial Day. You know, oh. I can't listen to that album. I'm like, yeah, a hundred miles stare. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's just like you oh. hear it and you just want to cry. Um, like songs like, uh, if I were King, just oh, make God. me sob coming oh, home God. or home again, yeah. just oh, your eyes out. And when Chop Top and I saw them on that tour, everybody was crying in the audience when he brings his <laughs> daughter out and you're doing that home again song. We're just sobbing like kids uh, because we, we know the subject matter. There's so much gravitas to the subject matter. And that's really why, why I put it up there. It's an, it's an important album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one, I, I, I listened to again, it just tore my heart out. You know, yep. it's like, Oh God. Um, but I have to appreciate why they did it. But, uh, it's it's just it's a hard album to listen to, man. Really, yeah, I hundred percent agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my number eight, Vic. Uh, sweet sixteen, I know you got your sweet yeah, sixteen. I coming, mean, coming. hey, man, I'm like an intern, right? That's what I feel like right now. That the asshole doesn't fucking know the subject matter as well as I. I, I didn't realize that there were this many Queens Rec records. To be honest, I I knew you know the recent releases. You know, because I mean, I've, I've been at least there, but man, there's like a bunch in the 90s, I guess I was not in early 2000s that I, I'm just totally ne- oblivious to, you know, so it's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's just sweet 16 and only because I guess I just, I didn't, I'm not aware of it. Yeah. yeah. I'll feel a little bit of that when we next cupping shows, because I'm just not well versed as well versed in those bands. So I will still feel like. I have my favorites that I've listened to for years. Right. But the other stuff, I'm like, oh, what do I do with this? So I, I get yeah. it, man. It's cool. That's, That's the cool. assignment. You will listen. <laughs> yeah. You will listen. I'm learning. I'm learning. Oh, I know the I will. Do, yeah. That's the beauty of doing something like this. You know, you get back into these things and you have right. to oh, yeah. Yeah. brush up and, you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I've been enjoying Almost. a lot. Like rediscovering these mm-hmm. bands, some of them, mm-hmm. in a way. It's like. And I will. I'm looking forward to doing bands like Metal Church and stuff. It's like, oh, yeah. there's, just, there's like six yep. albums of theirs. I have, I didn't, I didn't know they had out. So that's going to be like same. all like new what? listings. They did yeah. something after the dark. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 They got Mike Howell back right. in the yeah. band. They got a lot to listen to. They're firing off. Exactly. Awesome, dude. Really good stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, number seven. We're down to number, number seven. Seven. Whew. Yeah, seven for me is Promised Land. Um, yeah, I don't know what else we can say about this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of like you can almost hear a transition from old to 
to new Queens right here, but this is still, you know, classic Queens right to me. Maybe mm -hmm. their last, you know, classic Queens right album, but uh, yeah, dark, very moody, mm -hmm. a little hard to listen to at times because of that, you know, it's, yeah. a, it is a, it's not a, you're not going to be not a happy, happy album, listen, not no. a happy no. album at all, No, but uh, great. Nonetheless, great album. Mm -hmm. So yeah, seven for me, chop top. Seven for Number me is seven. Condition Human. Um, and this is the best, in my opinion, like Slunkmeister said with uh, Latori, Latori era. Uh, I just think yep. that uh, uh, the production's fantastic. Uh, Zeus Harris did it, who worked with Rob Zombie and many others. Very full, heavy. Um, Arrow of Time, Guardian, classic, progressive clean things, right? Hellfire is Hellfire, awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Bull, awesome proof. An awesome, awesome, uh, almost like mid pace kind of ballad, but just mm -hmm. soaring mm -hmm. vocals by Latori on that. I9 and Hourglass, the highlights. So, yeah, really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick, uh, this is controversial. Uh, my number seven is uh, Frequency Unknown. Um, oh, it, oh, it does not sound oh. like Queen Strike at all. I know, I can see your chopped on face like oh i'm not friends with you anymore wow <laughs> and here's here's why what i like about it there's a couple songs on here because it's i know it's not queen drake uh but it's got a it's got a great song i would rather have this been a jeff tate solo album which it was um i would have been i would have been much happier with it but the songs i really like i like cold i think it's a great rock and album it sounds like the album that Queensryche tried to do earlier with like a distorted guitars. It didn't sound like Queensryche, but the song that, I mean, I like Dare, uh, Slave especially, but the song I love and I could listen to 50 times a day is In the Hands of God. There is something about that, that wailing quality when he's belting out these notes and it's, um, it's a haunting song. It's a, it's a terrifying song. And, the, the the music that builds up with it that guitar almost sounds like a sitar or something um it, it's just it's a very emotional emotionally powerful song so uh and it's it's be, I, I know it's controversial but the power of those songs um kind of kind of lifted up the number seven for me mm. although i would not consider okay. it a queen's right but it's still a solid solid representation for me i'll have to revisit it wow you know yeah. that, that that makes me want to sit down and give it another listen, maybe. Yeah. yeah. If you just have to suspend yourself, it saying chance. it's not Queens, right? It's cool, right. but but especially in the hands of God, it is. Um, it's like wow, this is a really, and you could hear elements like if 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 Queensryche was doing these songs, because there's some like you know the kind of the background chantings that Queensryche always does, like in Take Hold of Flame and stuff. You hear these elements like Jeff Tate in some of these songs was really, I think, trying to give. A Queensryche sound with a whole new band of guys. Um, so, but don't expect it to sound Queensrykey. But I think he was. There were times where he's really trying to get it, his version of oh. Queensryche. So that's okay. number seven, man. Number seven. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Vic, we are at number six, man. Now hey, look at that. In. No, not six. Six. Well, six, time six. you did something. I know. It's, I've been uh, rusting It's over Vic here. six. Maybe <laughs> yep. you should just come in at six. Yeah, every week. yeah. It's just my. That's my time. Vic Drop six. in. Bam, yeah. Here's my six. Uh, it, it is. It's here in the now frontier, and and only because I've already said this a million times. I'll just keep it short. That is where I stopped collecting Queensrÿche because I got that record and I was like, this isn't. Uh, what I was hoping it'd be, but there were apparently some redeeming qualities. It's been a while since I actually listened to the record, 
but I kept it again. I kept it. I didn't get rid of it like my younger self did when I absolutely hated a record. So there must be something on there that, you know, I thought was worthy of staying in my music collection, which, you know, I went through a period where I had to have everything. And then I went through a period where I don't need the garbage. So I, I was going for full discographies. And then I started being like, nah, this record's really terrible and I really don't want it. So I'm just going to go ahead and get rid of it. So it, it, it stuck around in my collection. Um, and, uh, that's my number six and it, it's, it's just there out of happenstance. I, I bought it and it didn't suck to me apparently. So I hung on to it <laughs> and we've all covered every, uh, yeah. every outlet of it. it. It's been well covered, well versed here. So on to you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for doing all my work for you. All the heavy lifting's done. So yeah, number six for me, uh, Mind Crime 2. Operation Mind Crime 2 uh, is number fast <laughs> I like this album. Like, I mean, yeah, first of all, you endeavor to, to follow up Operation Mind Crime. Impossible. Yeah. Right. It, it's a it's a it's it's a tough call. Foregone conclusion uh, that you can how do you do that? Yeah, you're not gonna do it. So <laughs> that aside, uh I, I listen to this a lot. I like every track, maybe one or two that I don't. I like every track on this album. The mix sucks. I'm with. I'm with you there. I can live with a, with a bad mix. Uh, the mix is pretty damn bad, which is a shame because I right. think it does disjustice to the album, which I think is strong. It's the story's not as good as Mind Crime, but I think it's solid. You know, this sort of follow up. It's a solid story. Um, yeah, I don't know. I even liked uh, Dio's uh, part in there. I didn't think it was as bad as, uh, as you thought either. So I, I don't know what else to say about this album. I I just, I like it. I think it's a, they're, the, the songs are catchy as to where, you know, hearing the now from here, stuff like that is just, you know, a lot of the songs are just, they don't grab you, you know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Mind Crime 2, man. It's a good album. It's Wild a good album. You can hear the crickets. Okay. <laughs> and the fact the fact that they sorry they did this with with all you know, they did all this with studio musicians. Tate wrote yeah. almost every bit of this album himself. That's true. Um respect for that. You know, yeah, it comes through and so in the in the the mix, mix is so inconsistent. A few of the tracks sound really nice, really quality mix. And then you yeah. hit some other ones that are just it's right. inconsistent there and it throws you off a little bit, but you think that some uh, engineer like would the... be able to fix it to a degree to get yeah. It's like, okay, I... was the drummer playing trash can lids or did he have real symbols here? Right. Are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> right. I get it, man. But I don't know. I, I think it captured some of the original mind crime stuff. I think it got the vibe in a lot of ways. There are times a um, couple, a couple of the songs do. I, I agree with so, you. You know, and like, yeah. I love the songs with sweet Swiss Mary. I, I, I think those were fantastic. Yeah, and mm -hmm. honestly, I listen to that album more than Promised Land, or yeah, I mean some of these, some of these other ones. So, mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, standing my ground. Mine all right. Good for you. <laughs> hey, you could be wrong. Yeah. It's all right, man. No, no accounting for taste. <laughs> oh, number six, Chop six Top. You. Chop Top. Uh, well, um, I chose Promised Land. It's my number six. It's dark aggressive more so than empire i think it took a lot of people back um because oh. it was you know obviously after empire uh imi damaged bridge very personal to me i love bridge um the title track also uh tate played sax the title track, which i thought was really interesting was and that, actually tate played that really sax, good. Huh? 
Oh, it actually yeah. blends really nice in that. Yes, yeah. uh, Tate played uh, saxophone on Because he plays um, saxophone on American Soldier, too, when you hear those yeah, saxophones. That's right. Hmm. Disconnected okay. one more time it. and someone else. That's yeah. a great close. A lot of times oh. with Queensryche albums, at least the earlier stuff, uh, their last songs were very powerful and epic. They closed out now. They knew how to close out an album. Yeah, yeah. correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah, that's my number six. All right. Uh, my six is Q2K. Um, that that started real low, and it. the more I listen to it, the better I like it. And then we've talked about it to death, um, but I love Falling Down and Sacred Ground. Um, One Life, I think, is great. When the Rain Comes, right side of my mind. Um, you know, it's just those, it's not a, it's the new sound of Queensryche, but some of those songs just, uh, again, it's a, it's a more consistent album than like here in the Now Frontier mm-hmm. or some mm-hmm. of the other albums. And that's really why it rose up is because there's more songs that I like after listening to it for 20 years than some of the other albums that came out. Yeah. So that's the reason why it's up. So number six is, uh, Q2K for me. All right. Excellent. Five top five. We are top five. Five Five. getting down there. What? Uh, Rage Rage for Order is is mine, and uh, I I think that you know uh, was it Walk in the Shadows. I mean, everybody, you know, it's 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 a fan. It it overshadows the whole record for me. You know, when I bought it, that's the song. It's like, oh, this song's so good, and and you know, the rest of it kind of fizzes away for me because I'm not like a super duper Queensrÿche fan, but that is a standout track, and not because you hear it on the radio all the time or anything along those lines. It's a it's a stellar track. It sticks with you. Um, aside from that, I, I you know the the art was okay, but I just I want to talk about let's talk about the the really bizarre uh, clothing. I, I thought they looked really bizarre in this record. It always that's what sticks with me more than anything. From the the haircuts, the, the crazy haircuts. haircuts, the shoulders. They got them real, like I don't Ooh, know, yeah. Star Trekish villain shoulders going on there. Uh, yeah, some of those early, <laughs> early Queensrÿche stuff was cringy. Ooh. They were trying I mean, to find their sound. I mean, I compare that to you look on the back of Twenty One Twelve. Okay, you see, yeah, Rush in their <laughs> nightgowns. You know, dressed up uh, like they're going to a swingers party with the Golden Girls. You we know? all go through that awkward phase. Exactly. Yeah, going to that, was definitely, that was that was definitely because yeah. I, I thought they looked cool when they started. You know, they had like a some kind of weird, like almost steampunk Ghostbusters vibe on. I don't know. That's, I swear, I, I recall like warning stuff. They kind of looked like. I don't know, some kind of wasteland yeah. warriors or something. Yeah, I don't, and know. I don't know what they I don't know. Warriors stage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then and then they were raging for order and there was just some <laughs> futuristic sci-fi outfits uh-huh. that just really wasn't. They were cool. raging for fashion, not order. Yeah. I guess my guess <laughs> yeah. someone Race someone the record company said, Here, you're gonna look like this. You know? It could be. Yeah. Could be. Uh yeah, I, I think it was I, Probably a push by the record company, I bet. You want to I, think, yeah. I think you guys, are, you're being too soft on them. I think they totally wanted to wear those really bizarre. <laughs> that was that was all totally their choice. Yeah, well, you, you watch oh, the uh, you know, yeah, you watch the live in Tokyo concert from 1984. They weren't they weren't dressed like that. So I that's think that. Was, uh, see right. now you're now you're telling me they're posers. They should have done that to rock that outfit <laughs> whole time. No, but that's my that's my number five. Uh, it's I, it's right. a great album and it. It builds up to something, you know. They they were clearly on a on a on a trajectory that we'll get to in all of our you know top two, three, number one slots. So, right, all right, cool. All right, yeah, five for me. Uh, five for me, American Soldier. Um, 
I agree with you, uh, Montag, that it is hard to listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can't. There's just days I, I can't. I don't want to get that emotion. This, right. this album grabs me every single time I listen to it. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is emotionally draining to get through this whole thing, but it's, mm-hmm. I love the album. I mean, I like every track on it. Um, I think it's a great tribute to soldiers and mm-hmm. some of the purple things they have to, to go through and deal with in their lives. And uh, I think they really captured it really well on this album from top to bottom. I think yeah. it's a great tribute to American soldiers. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, Right. It doesn't gloss over. It allows them to speak that, and, you know, and, and for themselves. And, and then, yes, musical tribute. Yeah, it's, it's a powerful album. It, it is. Yeah. No doubt about it. Kind of like Tribe was, you know, it was the new Queensryche sound, but it was a something deeper. They were getting back right. into a, they weren't trying to make pop songs. They were making right yeah, early stuff. I don't, you know, getting, I don't know one song you could you could put on the radio that would be like considered poppy. It's all too intense, too heavy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, I love, 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 love that album. Yeah. Good. American Soldier. Top, top. Your five. All right. My number five, Empire. Um, You know. Huge, huge, career-changing album for three million copies plus sold just in the states alone. Uh, I felt that they reached; they were really reaching their pinnacle as, as songwriters altogether. It was kind of just a perfect storm, gelled together very nicely. Best I Can, Thin Line, Jet City Woman, Empire, Resistance, Silent Lucidity. It's Pink Floyd, but it works. You know, <laughs> anybody listening? Uh, another, another song right there. It was a great way to finish off an album. And they always had yeah. a lot of early stuff. That final song, it just... There's it's a, always good. <laughs> it's always yeah. good. Yeah. Really, I agree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, bookend. Start with a strong song, finish with a strong song. Mm-hmm. Right. I yep. yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my number five is the uh, Condition Human, which we've talked about, because I think it is... Nice. Really, even though it's uh, the new Queensryche, it is it is new old Queensryche. You know, yeah. it, it is, and we've all talked about it. I mean, they hate the drum sound. I hate the drum sound, but uh, it is over. <laughs> it is overproduced. But the songs are amazing. Guardian, Hellfire, you know, um, Condition Human again. Dark. This this whole longer, almost eight minute song, you know. Um, so yeah, we've talked about it to death. Number five for me, Condition Human. Uh, how about you, Vic? Number five. Oh, you started five. That's right. Yeah. So now we're we're at number four for you. I mean, I know I can't count, but I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure we're on four. No, uh, we're not at sixteen from... anymore, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah, we're, right. we're in numbers that I can I can contribute to here. Uh, numbers you can uh, count on one hand. Exactly, <laughs> the only way to do it. Which one? one? Hand, one-handed. Uh, Hands up. Hands <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up. Uh, it's it's the EP for me. It's Queensrÿche. Um, because again, this was touched on earlier. You know, here comes this band that sounds like nothing else out there. Um, and you know. The song, you know, Queen of the Reich and, and the Lady Wore Black. Of course, you, you keep you keep coming back to these. There's only a couple songs on there, but still, it, it's it's an impactful uh, EP. And, you know, yeah, it would have been cool. Yeah, it would have been cool if it would have been a full length. But, you know, I, I don't know the circumstances as to why a band chooses an EP first. If it's just a kind of a hurry up and get something out kind of thing, you know. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. No, it's you're right. Yeah, it, it's so I, I think that it was it, it's so strong, you know, because it, it was so, so different, you know, it was so unique. And I think that's what earned it its place. Now, I don't actually own the thing. That's one that I've sought out and just I don't know, I go through weird phases of collecting. So it, it hasn't actually made it in here 
Um, I, I think that, you know, when they remaster them, they're, the expanded, it's probably expanded, I think, when, it's, when it got remastered. There's probably more uh, stuff on there, bonus materials. Kind of making it a full length there, Montag. See? If you got the remastered version, it, it would have been a full length worth of music, and that could have changed its slot. Uh, I, I, no, it, I, uh, I do have the uh, <coughs> remastered version. See, there you, there you go. It should, he hates it should. the drum sound. I'd go figure. It must be what it is. <laughs> Terrible mix. Uh, but yeah, no, I think it, it, it's it's very powerful, and it it really set the 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 pace for that band. Um, you know, I, I they, they opened they were they were openers from what I gather for a long time in their career, and uh, you know that's that's a that's a powerful band right there with with those vocals and those guitar riffs going on, and then that's the things that you know me personally that's what I do. That's those are the things I kind of you know, uh, uh, gravitate towards when I listen to music, you know, so it's the vocals and the melodies and the, and the guitar riffs and the hooks. And, uh, and I think that was a very powerful start. So that's why it's got number four in, in my list. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, four for me, uh, chop top. I'm with you. Empire. I think as far as mix and production value, this was, cream of the crop this is their best i mean this the, the the production quality on this is absolutely perfect spot on do you agree montag or the drums uh or the drums <laughs> it's fine my notes for this just was fine it's the prettiest album until the latour record comes out it's 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 a really beautiful it's pretty album. It is. It's a pretty album. I'm telling you. It's, it's, is that is that is that an insult? Is that one of those back? No, no, no. It's not an insult. I mean, as you notice, we're talking about their Empire fashion. My list for order. They're pretty. No, it's, yeah. it's it is a beautiful sounding album, mm-hmm. and it, and uh, which we'll be discussing soon. But no, I I agree. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the mix is lovely. There Come we on. go. <laughs> lovely there, Slunkmeister. Yeah, great album. I mean, this is a good one to just kind of. Uh, throw on some headphones and just kick back and yeah. listen to this thing start mm-hmm. to finish. It's just ear candy all the way through uh, <laughs> to go. me. Just sounds great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome stuff. Chop top. You're four. My number four. Um, I'm with Vic. Uh, their self-titled EP mm-hmm. uh, released 83. Um, I got the remastered edition and so nice. Cause it includes Tokyo, the whole concert, like the video, such one of the best live concerts ever. Oh, it's great. Sound, everything. So that was a nice bonus with it. Uh, Queen of the Rank, mm-hmm. you know, we talked, classic anthem, Lady Wore Black. Uh, not crazy about the production, though, but again, this was in 83, so there's some limitations, obviously. Production and, and other things came a long way at the time, mm-hmm. but, but uh, just an introduction. That, that opening riff, Queen of the Rank, I mean, that's just, I could listen to that. Yeah. never get tired of that. Yeah. yeah. That's my number four. Um, my number four is The Warning. And, uh, mm-hmm. because it, it continues where the EP left off, you know, and it has that same kind of sound, mm-hmm. um, and a, a lot of great songs. I mean, Enforce, oh, Deliverance, No Sanctuary, NM156, Take Hold of the Flame, Roads to Madness. I mean, these are just epic songs, especially Take Hold of the Flame. I mean, you hear Jeff Tate hit that, that note, uh, E5, you know, it's like, yeah, that oh. is a, <laughs> you know, a legendary it's, it's like, moment. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just uh, it's impossible to not just play that album to death, and yeah. I yeah. I forget how good it is until I listen to it, 
you know i mean i hear something songs like oh yeah take all the flame or i remember the first time i saw them it was on the empire tour and they played roads to madness i'm like oh you know and that was it just such a good album um from top to bottom and you know, so there's my number four great choice that is yeah, my number three totally. for pretty much all those same reasons the warning is my number three for exactly what Montag just said. And so that's, it's, it is, it's, it's a solid record. It's right where it needed to be, uh, you know, falling in line, following up the EP, everything was every, all the pieces, parts are there for mm-hmm. a band that you're going to want to stick around, you know, and you're going to want to follow. I mean, it, it, it's, and they might've even improved on their methods, you know, ever so slightly, you know, from the EP to the warning, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I, th- I think it is a, a slight progression in, in, in styling and, and uh-huh. whatnot, but uh, yeah, all, all of that, the songs that are amazing on that record are, are more than the ones that aren't. And uh, I always, always liked that one. Yeah. So, uh, same, same warning number three for me also. <laughs> so um, yeah. What else can you say? And uh, here's where we gel. Yeah, this is uh <laughs> I might add too the remaster of this is fantastic. It yeah, really, uh, it added some real depth and some power. It was kind of a thin album originally, nineteen eighty four, I think. So right, yeah, you know, production qualities weren't mm-hmm. all that, but yeah, punched it up nicely. So yeah, the re- the the remaster of this is really really good. I'll have Great to check that album. Out. I don't have the remaster. I hope to check it out. Yeah, sounds yeah. awesome. Uh, chop top. No, the uh, snare sound is oh, a very much like no electric. surprise. Oh, sorry, no surprise. My number three is warning as well. Uh, I <laughs> nice. just nice. <laughs> it's it actually my first. The first time I heard Queen's Rack was when that album came. Okay, oh, check it. cool album cover art. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll give it a shot. Got on cassette. And I'm like, it was great. But uh, everything you guys already said about it, I think I heard. <laughs> yeah, I think I heard uh, Deliverance actually on a. First start on a compilation, you know, one of those like KTEL presents, you know, Metal Masters of, had like yeah. fucking Y&T on it and Queen's Right Deliverance. Yes, yes. But, uh, that was when I was first, I'm like, what is this? You know, Deliverance, I heard that nice. ripping, his voice, and that was, yeah, that's all it said to me. So, yeah, just, uh, and Roads to Madness is just epic. Oh, know? yeah. So, uh, yeah, number three, warning. All right, uh, my number three is Empire. Um, so, what more do you want to say? I think my favorite, my favorite song on the track might be Della Brown, um, just because it's just I love the sound, I love the guitar, that that shimmery chorus. Um, anybody listening, again, wow, you know, it's just a so many great songs. Uh, Resistance, yeah. that's what they opened with uh, on that tour. It's just such uh, a you know, smooth sounding album. It, yeah. it's got a smoothness to it. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, was, it was like they finally got a producer, a different producer, because <clears throat> I see the their first three albums being very similar in sound. Yeah. Then there was a breakthrough, uh, and then they got like clean and smooth, like, yeah, here we've made it. You you know, finally and, aged wine. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Blended. So, yeah. Yes. Empire. Empire. Uh, number three. Very nice. Number two for me. Empire is number, number two for me. Two. Em- Empire is a special record for me. That was my introduction to Queensryche. Uh, working in a shop, dad had the cassette. He says, you got to check this band out. And of course, I'd heard Jet City Woman. I love Jet City Woman. Who doesn't love Jet City Woman? Yeah. But to hear the rest Great of the song. album and, and, ex- and expand on it with, with, you know, and not just every track's like in your face, you know, because Silent Lucidity and, and, mm-hmm. and what have you. But uh, 
just cool stuff, man. And that, that album stuck with me for a long time and for a long time was in just regular rotation in my yearly listening thing, you know, I'm going to throw that on, you know, because, you know, resistance and, 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 and all, and all that, you know, sort of stuff. And that one stuck with me. I, I do. That's my number two. And, and it was, it, that was, that was, I didn't think it got better than that at the time. So that, that's, that's, a, it's, it is, it's a great record production wise, probably like everyone's saying, probably their best thing that they've done. And, and up to that, you know, again, I can't comment after a certain point because I fell off the whole thing. So, but uh, you know, you can trust us. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm listening point, like, to this they, episode over and over again. And you right, can right, right. I'm going to just get it ingrained. <laughs> That's the magic uh, of this group right here. Right. Right. <laughs> you could tell though, they were, they were making the cash that, I mean, they were doing well for themselves and, and it shows on that record. The creativity was there. The production was there. And this was a band at the top of their game. True. So yeah. uh, it, it definitely earned its, its high spot on, on my list. Slugmeister, you are up. Number two, Rage for Order, 1986. <clears throat> yeah, this kind of just builds off the warning. Uh, uh, this one, I, to me, is even better. Uh, it's a little more refined, more mature, I think, but just as powerful. Uh, I mean, Tate is solidifying his legacy. He's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. at this point, everybody knows that Jeff Tate's one of the greatest. Um, yeah, Walk in the Shadows, mm-hmm. The Whisper, New Regal, London, I Will Remember. Mm-hmm. goosebumps throughout this whole album yeah um again another great mix i think um again another really good remaster as well um yeah mm-hmm. I, I like this album from top to bottom just awesome classic good you know early 90s good stuff well mid 80s 86 oh i'm sorry yeah we're yeah. in the 80s yeah good, good uh <clears throat> so yeah number two Chop top. All right. My number two is the same as the Slunkmeister. Everything he said, I agree upon. I, I thought it was ahead of its time. Maybe their most, arguably, maybe their most progressive album in their career. Um, a yeah. Walk in the Shadows, Dreaming Infrared, Whisper, Killing Words, New Gurgel, Screaming in Digital. And they close out again, a quieter song, but I will remember. And I really like that one too. It's a nice, nice moody piece. Mm-hmm. That just kind of, uh, yeah, it's one of those you could listen on to a headphone. And again, all supporting their costumes of the day. <laughs> all supporting, you know. I scream and did, you know, I dream yeah, and jump tape with you know. his, his <laughs> white boy kid and play look, you know, going on, whatever his hair's going Dreaming crazy. and digital. <laughs> yeah, this is a very science fiction, very sophisticated, futuristic uh, endeavor yeah. here. You have to <laughs> look apart. Right? Yeah, you know. <laughs> they're, they're Romulan yeah. record. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and Scott Rockenfeld had a really cool symbol set up. He actually had. The simple stands were, were chains. I think that had been kind of well. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. All, you know, bent around. Really? So he, his simple stands were, were made of like. Didn't they have that on Mind Crime chain. as well? I Very well could have been. Chain. I mean, when you go to the I trouble to make new simple stands on a chain link, you're going to keep them for a couple tours. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in there for a you know? while. Yeah, it could have been. Very well could have been. Uh, yeah. That's my number two as well. Um, for yeah. I mean, it's just a, at one of their best albums. It, I mean, had it not done number one, this would be number one. Um, it is a great album and it it still stands up 35 years later as a solid progressive, heavy, heavy rock, hard rock, heavy metal. And it is moody and atmospheric like the whisper and, and going to get close to you. has kind of got that creepy vibe, you know, there's a little bit of that electronic uh, weird stuff, you know, going on. And 
and I like how they played with the kind of synth sounds and the electronic sounds mixing mm -hmm. in with the traditional stuff. It works. It all works well. And so, yeah, great order. Yeah, without being cheesy, you could go real cheesy with that easily. Right. Except you the soloing right. going to get close to you doesn't fit for me. That's the only thing because it's like too bright okay. and happy compared yeah. to everything else. It's like all of a sudden, like now we're playing in major notes and chords. Like no, 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 no. It was so right. Dark. That was well, the only thing that stands out. It doesn't help it, that it comes after the whisper too, which is one of the darker, heavier songs, you know. And you got yeah. then going to get close yeah. to you. It's like oh, that, wait a minute. But that's like, a... but that's. <laughs> That's it. I mean, the rest of the song is so oh. great, and I love the killing words and chemical youth in London, screaming and digital. My God, uh, yeah. Just, yeah, you're right. I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's but like that solo, terrible. it's like, oh, you know, can you look? Yeah. No, 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 no. We gotta fix that one. But <laughs> other than that, man, great okay. album. As we I'll all know. One. Yeah, great. <laughs> you throw well, me a bone. All... <laughs> thanks, thanks, Luckmeister. Right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all have the same number one. Yeah, so exactly. Right. Yeah. Unveil it. Obviously, yeah. Operation Mindcrime. So Operation Mindcrime for me is a, a, a Desert Island record. I listen to that record at least once a year, if not ten times a year. It's amazing start to finish. The the weird stuff and, and, and all the you know all the little bits and pieces and, and monologue in there. Everything is is just because concept records are either awesome or horrible. There's, it's, there's no in-between with a concept record. You either do it right or you don't do it right at all, and it's a, it's a miserable failure. And uh, this is, this, they did this right. It, it's, it's great. Because when I first heard this record, again, I was Empire. It doesn't get better than Empire. And I'm with some guy, and he goes, man, you ever heard Operation Mindcrime? I'm like, no, please put it in. Blown away. Immediately, man. I think spreading to the disease might be my favorite track on it. Uh, outside of the radio, you know, they, there was a lot of hits off of it too. I mean, a lot of standout tracks that were played on the radio. Um, everything is just is, is so good, start to finish. Solid record, cool ass storyline. Uh, that's that's a pinnacle record, man. And imagine living in that shadow as as those individuals like that's a monumental record that's a tough one to live up to and i mean i think they did a good job with empire but yeah man as far as i'm concerned nothing touches operation Mindcrime in their discography yep i agree yeah it's it's, it's totally 100 to me it's one of the best albums period ever right all time uh, mm -hmm. You know, I think you could put it, you could, you could compare it favorably to the wall or mm -hmm. any other of these. It's a legendary album and it, it flows perfectly throughout. You never get bored with this album. Right. You know? mm -hmm. uh, a lot of concept albums, you'll have those, those mo down moments of, you know, where they're doing something atmospheric to right. some kind of mood, but they do some of that here, like in Sweet Sister Mary, maybe, but it works, you know? Yeah. And yeah, they just hit a perfect pace with this album. Yeah. And every single track. Awesome. Yeah, I had awesome. perfection awesome. written down for, you mm -hmm. know, in my notes. And just, I think my favorite song off there, I, I, like, I like them all, but I think uh, The Mission, maybe my favorite yeah. one. Mm -hmm. It's like how it starts and then it kicks you, right? Mm -hmm. It starts picking up the pace. A driving course, beat. Eyes of a Stranger. I mean, yeah. They played, it, it's... When MTV used to play the videos, actually played music videos, right? Mm -hmm. Right. They played the shit out of that. Yes, they did. Eyes like, of a Stranger was on all the time. Yeah. Yes. And man. Yeah. yeah. Definitely a career changing for them. And uh, wow. My favorite concept album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm with you. Um, Operation Mindcrime and Slunkmeister. I agree that this might be one of the best albums of all time, just top to bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, when I first heard this album, 
uh, it took me a couple of listening to it. At first, I didn't like it. I'm like, because oh, I'd never heard of these guys. I'm like, what? But then by like by the third listen, I'm like, oh, okay. There's something. Starting to get it. Starting to get it. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was yeah. coming into me. Like, uh-huh. oh, you know. And follow, I love the story. The guitars, it was heavy. It was aggressive. Um, it was, But it was also melodic and beautifully written and haunting and emotional. Oh. And, and Sweet Sister Mary is my favorite track. Uh, it just, because you get that sound. Whether you could hear them, you know, this during the second verse, you get that. It's just that drums, you know, midnight. She sings praises yeah. in the hall. It just echoes, and I yeah. know it's a, it's a, it's a gimmick. It's a, it's a special oh. effect. But in my mind, I'm in this giant church. I can mm. hear it, you know, mm-hmm. and the lyrics are just so good, you know, uh, about how he on his on his knees he fed of, of my barrel of death, or you know, he turned the holy water red. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. It's, Oh, oh, powerful! Yeah, they you paint know, a picture. They do yeah, a very good job painting the a picture. You know, just like this, setting up these characters that uh-huh. you cared about. Um, this story comes complete circle, you know, and it is just, it is just phenomenal. And uh-huh. uh, Jeff Tate, I think, does not sound better anywhere else, uh, right? Than this album consistently, and that's what this album does. It's, it's not like, I mean, every album has has a couple songs that are good, and some have a lot of good solid songs or great songs. Mm-hmm. Every fucking song in this album is excellent. <laughs> right. That's the thing. Right on. That's the thing. It's what makes this album it is. so good. In the in the, in the, you know rock and roll, uh, music, it is right. one maybe one of the test ten best albums of all time. I, yeah. I would argue. I would go to bat with it, with this album yeah. any any day. Yeah. So Vic, uh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Uh, any more uh, last words uh, from you? No, I uh, I don't. I uh, I could just my list could just uh, uh, consist of Operation Mindcrime. I'd be happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think we've said it all. I think we Wait, have. Right. All right. Great band. One of yes. my favorites. So thank you, Queensryche, for all your many years of music, and we love you. So don't take our criticisms too bad. <laughs> some some of the songs, some of the albums deserve it, but that's okay. Can't be 100 perfect. You can't all be Operation Mind Crimes. But uh, hope I didn't I hurt your feelings too for bad. The fucking dumpster <laughs> fire comment. Yeah, now. Show up at our house. Here comes someone going to punch us. You know, I so. got punched by Jeff T. That's right. <laughs> and I I'd love it. Yeah. So. All right. The FU ring on. Yeah, that's right. You've been listening to Montag, Master of Illusion. Chopped up. Slunkmeister. And Vic. And this has been Heavy, Heavy. Metal. Metal. Horror. Horror.